Hey beautiful tribe, I hope you're doing well. I am back with another podcast of mine and today's topic is all about eliminating the I am not enough. Welcome tribe, I'm Claudia from Claudia's Movement and this podcast has been created to inspire and empower you to unlock your true potential and find happiness and health in all aspects of your life. We're going to get real, we're going to get raw, and most importantly, we're going to have some fun. So get ready to be re-inspired, and let's get right into this team. Isn't it weird how we have kind of developed this weird culture of making ourselves and everyone around feel like we're not enough? It doesn't even matter what it is about, like not quiet enough or if we're not thin enough not qualified enough for a job the thing is just always we trigger us we have this shame trigger that um we're just not enough regardless of what it is that we want to achieve or what we think we are we're deserving of we always come back to this moment where we shame trigger us or others around us and um I think this is a very important topic that we need to talk about more and it is very well connected with vulnerability and if you have you have been listening to me for a while you know that vulnerability is one of the things that I like to talk about the most because I feel like this is where we can make the biggest growth in personal development and just in general in bringing or finding our own happiness. So I wanted to talk more about this whole I am not enough thing. We have this celebrity culture, right? Where we just kind of follow, like let's say the Kardashians or others, and we just follow them and see, you know, everything that happens in their lives. And if something doesn't happen, then something is off. So... That leads us to think that we need to do the same thing. So we need to share everything, <laughs> literally everything with the world. So if we succeed in something, we got to share it. It is rare that people do not share or, you know, dive into their success in quiet. So this has a lot to do or stems out of this, again, shame trigger that we feel like we need to show people what we do or what happens in our lives so that we can say we are enough. And we're not necessarily doing this to like tell others, but more like to reconfirm reconfirm it towards ourselves. And uh, I think this is one of the things that we need to work on. Especially with social media, this has given us another platform or actually a few platforms where this shame-based fear of, again, being too ordinary comes up. People tend to always share, again, their biggest successes, their materialistic successes, everything around what makes them feel or, or make them feel like they are, again, not ordinary, special. We share. And therefore, in maybe even our unconsciousness, we trigger other people to feel or feel obliged to do the same because otherwise they're not enough, yeah? And uh, I think one of our biggest fears in that sense is, again, 
we don't get enough done too yeah you always just see what people are doing and doing and then we think that we need to be those overachievers or we need to be able to multitask but the simple truth is probably that we are not able to do those things and Again, you go to bed and you feel like you're not worthy enough because you didn't get all the things done that were on your to-do list. Or you just, again, feel that shame of, well, this person has done more. Or how is it possible that this person is able to do all those things when we only see one side of the story? Do you understand what I'm saying? So this whole eliminating of the not I'm good enough is a continuous practice that we need to start right freaking now if we haven't started already and I've started with this a while ago and I still find myself sometimes in those patterns where I recognize that I'm doing that shame trigger towards others or towards myself I'm giving you a good example here just so you know what I'm personally referring to I'm having sometimes issues when I see women representing themselves on social media in a very sexual, voluptuous way. It triggers me personally, not because I don't feel like I'm physically not enough or not pretty enough, but there's something that I need to work towards or need to work through um, to get that shame trigger out. So it's not necessarily always just about not being enough, but sometimes also like, why do we always need to act with fear or hate towards others and can't react with love or understanding or from a neutral perspective? And this is just one of the things that I'm really, really trying to work towards because I do accept all shapes and sizes and I embrace certain women but then there are certain other women that somehow trigger me in a way and I need to find a way of how I can see that with more love and not be triggered by it there are a lot of other things though also as an example that I have accomplished and that don't trigger me anymore it's when I get criticism um there was a while where I really like reacted harshly on criticism I couldn't I couldn't deal with it I took everything very personally and uh, it took me a while to really like figure out how to differentiate it people always told me yeah well you need to you know separate the business from the private and I was always like well I can't it's not that I can't it's just I didn't know exactly what it meant or what things I am supposed to differentiate and which not and now I have a very good picture of it And that is that a lot of times when people criticize you and take criticism as a great way for you to grow, yeah? Um, I need to differentiate if that's a reflection of them and something that they're not happy with or if there's actually some truth behind it. And once I've made that difference, I can then come from a place of love and be like, okay, well, I guess this is triggering them, yeah? As much as, again, those very sensual women are triggering me. Like some of them are obviously looking for attention and, you know, need to work on those triggers. But then there are others where I'm like, okay, no, I mean, why is this triggering me? Like she's just living her best life and she likes to just, you know, be that, then just be it. And uh, yeah, I think this is one thing that I want you to ask yourself. What is triggering you? Write it down. Think about it. And why do you react a certain way? And also think of that reaction, obviously. 
and see how you can disengage from reacting with, again, a negative feeling and try to be more vulnerable about it so that you get rid of that not good enough, that person not good enough, you not good enough, and so on and so forth. Let's talk a little bit more about that vulnerability and that disengagement that I just uh, that I just um, mentioned. I think um, disengagement is how we flee from every situation. Yeah, we try to disengage from the issue, from the problem. Like again, why something is triggering us? Like, oh, this is just a bitch. <laughs> Instead of just thinking of what the actual reason is why we're feeling so so again, shady or bad and then just make a conclusion and move on. We disengage from the actual reason or issue that we're having. And we do this with a lot of things, yeah? We do this with political things, for example. There have never been so little people who actually go and vote, although it does, um, you know, um, although, again, the decisions do affect all of us, we just kind of feel disengaged. Like our our own voice doesn't matter enough to make a change. There's so many uh, ways that we do this. Another way is also that we always just try to fit in, to belong to something because it feels weird or it has been, you know, not socially accepted to be different. And uh, you see this, for example, in all the movies too, yeah? There's always this one kid that is being bullied, but then in the end, that's probably the kid that's going to have um, that success story, Right. But um, <laughs> they never look look or film the movie from a different kind of perspective. So it kind of makes you feel like, well, these kids need to go through that um, to get to the other side. But actually it would be so much nicer if all people or all kids would, would start disengaging with that hatred and like putting people into like different categories, like the cool ones, the nerdy ones, the geek ones, and just be themselves. But same thing also with adults. I'm not saying that only kids do that. That was just an example. So what I'm trying to say is that we disengage a lot. um, Because we feel like we need to belong and we don't want to be that alien. Although later, we do encourage people to be themselves, yeah? But it's easier said than done. When we stop disengaging and start engaging with that vulnerability with that courage of being who we are supposed to be or saying the things that we think, showing up the way that we want to or <laughs> simply not showing up to event because we feel like we need to. This is when we act upon our purest form, yeah? When we start acting for, um, as the person that we want to be. The other thing that I want to state in that matter is we need to start looking at certain emotions differently we always want to say like this is a good emotion this is a bad emotion and vulnerability being vulnerable crying in front of people or again standing out sometimes is being seen as something bad a bad emotion when it's not it's actually a very good freaking emotion emotion isn't it With no vulnerability, there's no empathy. And you've seen this also in a lot of situations in life where things need to go to a certain extent, like something needs to really go to that tipping point until, for example, a person explodes emotionally 
until a situation collapses, until people actually feel empathy. But before that, they just disengage. How many times have you been in a discussion and you just, for the sake of it, you know, agreed to whatever the other person was saying because you just wanted to fit in or you didn't want to like argue or whatever. You are disengaging from the actual emotion that you are feeling and you are in that sense, and I'm sorry to say that, lying to yourself. You're not giving yourself that empathy that you need to, to truly like be yourself and like fully flourish as the person that you're supposed to be. So we need more empathy in life. We need more engagement and we need to stop um, being so disengaged in most things. We have such an accountability deficit. It's crazy. Like we always want to hold other people accountable, but then we can't even hold ourselves accountable for things. Me as a personal coach, I can definitely tell you that most people come to me, right? Because it's not that they can't work out by themselves. They need someone to hold them accountable to do it because there's a deficit in that. And I feel you. I've been in that situation as well. And I still sometimes am in that situation with other things in my life. But when I started with my fitness journey, I had the same issue, right? Right? But I had to learn to hold myself accountable. And that made me strong. That made me resilient. That made me change. And this is exactly, for example, what we are practicing in my new project, my long-term project, The Doers Club. We all want to hold each other accountable for showing up. Regardless if it's on the spot or later, you show up for yourself, you show up for the group, and you give it your freaking best shot. This is why I call it The Doers Club, because it's a club of people that actually start taking action and fight against that disengagement, share their opinions, even if sometimes it's one that doesn't agree with the other ones. Comparison is the thief of happiness. So comparing, disengaging from a situation or from a, from a trigger, um, not reacting on it, just letting life slide through your fingers is not going to help. So we need to start learning to be more vulnerable, but it comes with practice. You need to figure out how you can add more of that practice into your life. And if not, and if you really feel like you cannot do that, you need to have a club of people who hold you accountable for it. So remember, this is why also my doers club is here. So this is an invitation to all of you also, if you want to dive in more into this. You know where to find me. You know where to find my club. Start eliminating the not not enoughs with us by yourselves. But just start. And uh, get rid of those fears. But just, you know, trying to, again, stop comparing. And just be who you are. Share what you feel. And try in every situation just to act from love and not from a place of hatred because that is probably a trigger and that will help a lot to just dive deeper into that and whenever you do again find yourself in that thing whenever you do find yourself in that thing 
Remember that moment. Be kind. Be humble to yourself. And try to be better next time. Don't beat yourself up. Don't bring that shame onto you. But also be present for yourself to realize when you are doing this. Have that courage to be present and to also say, man, I just fucked up. But it's fine. I'll do better next time. And then don't disengage. Just go deeper in it. You know what I say? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's way too late to record this podcast, but I really wanted to do it. So think of that. And um, I will leave you to it with this little message that I wanted to share today. (laughs) And I wish you the best of luck practicing your vulnerability. Whenever you want to say something in a relationship, whenever you're not happy with something, do something about it. Don't wait. Thank you so, so much. And let's talk. I'm always here. Always here. Just a click away. Bye.